Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Has anyone else been super tired this week, like abnormally tired, like no energy, sleeping a lot, or just feeling really no energy? Because I have, I just talked to a client, she's feeling that way, and I honestly feel like it's just because there's a full moon coming up. The last, I think it's a lunar, yeah, a lunar eclipse this upcoming Sunday, depending on where you live. Um, So July 5th, depending on when you're listening to this. And it's the last eclipse out of a cycle of three. So big energies, I think, around the full moon, it's kind of like a normal thing for not only for people to be emotional, but for you to also be feeling kind of tired. (laughs) So it's not coronavirus. (laughs) It's probably just because we're under a lot of energy right now. I don't know if you believe in that kind of thing, but I was just thinking it's funny. And I, after getting off the phone with my client, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. It's not <laughs> like just me because I hate being tired. Like I have such a type A personality where I'm always wanting to do things. And if I have low energy, I can kind of get down on myself about it sometimes. But I think it's also just a sign that if you are feeling low energy, Maybe just use this time as an opportunity to rest if you need it. Rest and recharge because when your batteries are recharged, you're going to have so much energy to do the things that you want to do and you're going to be able to do them very well and you're going to, it's just going to be so much better than half-assing shit when you're like, oh, I don't really feel like it. Anyways, I'm really excited about this episode today because we're going to be breaking down a listener's diet and I think it's going to be really helpful for you if your goal is to lose weight and there's some tips in here, some struggles that we're going to kind of break down and if you can relate to them, then you are going to walk away today with some really great tools in your pocket and I don't know if you listened to the last episode that we did I broke down my friend Sarah's diet protocol she wants to lose weight and so I broke down what we're doing to help her get there and what we're doing to help her achieve her goals it's episode 88 if you have not listened to it I'll also link to it in the show notes if after this episode you want to go back and listen to it because her goals are slightly different than the goals that we're going to be breaking down today. But the feedback on that episode was so powerful. You guys really were able to take away some really great tips and tricks from that episode. And so many of you guys reached out to me after that episode and you said, I relate to everything that was shared on that episode. And so I just want you to know too, that when it comes to diets, we're all so different. Like even if you want to lose 10 pounds and someone else wants to lose 10 pounds, it doesn't mean that your diet protocol is going to look 
look the exact same because you guys have different bodies. We're all made up so differently. So it's important to remember that. But also when I do these episodes, I put them in a context where you can take away the tips and learn how to apply them to your own life. So if your goal is fat loss, then episode 88 is helpful. And this episode today is going to be helpful as well. And before we dive in today, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If not, please do take a couple seconds to subscribe to this podcast because that way you won't miss out on upcoming episodes and bonus content. And if you enjoyed this episode, if it helped you and it inspires you in some way, please do take a couple seconds to rate and review this podcast because when you take the time to do so, it will help expand the reach of this podcast and makes it possible for other people to find this content as well. Thank you so much for your support of this show. All right, so today we are going to be breaking down Shannon's diet. And Shannon is a listener of this podcast, and she has submitted to me all of her goals, what she's currently doing, what she has been doing in the past. And we're going to talk about some tips and tricks that will help her achieve her goals and get to where she wants to be. And if you can relate to where Shannon is currently with her protocol with her system with her routine where she is in terms of her fitness goals then you are going to be able to take some tips as well and apply them to your own life so that you can achieve your goals too so shannon is 185 pounds right now and her goal is to lose weight she wants to be 150 pounds And what she's doing currently for her exercise routine, she's feeling super overwhelmed with a bunch of exclamation marks. She feels like currently she has gained weight since being in quarantine and she really just wants to tone up and she wants to lose weight, but she's feeling a little bit stuck right now because she's been researching like at-home routines and what the best routines are to lose weight and get toned and then she just gets overwhelmed because there's a million choices out there of different programs and she doesn't know which program is best and her diet right now she's currently eating really healthy and her past dieting history is that she's always had a pretty healthy diet she always eats healthy and she's found that her weight tends to be pretty stable and then when she restricts certain foods from her diet or she cuts certain things out then she tends to lose weight but right now she's feeling super stuck and Shannon's biggest concern right now is weight gain she doesn't want to gain weight and she feels like she's been putting on the pounds and her biggest struggle is where do I even start She's just trying to find a routine to do from home, but she's feeling super overwhelmed and she has no idea where to even begin to achieve her goals. And also keeping her blood sugars from dropping with exercise because then she just has to eat a bunch of food and she feels like her entire exercise or workout that she does just goes to waste. And even going for a walk, this happens for her. So she's feeling a little bit discouraged here. And so right now she's not really doing much. So together, we are going to review the information that we have learned, and then I'm going to share some tips that are going to help her achieve her goals based on what she has shared with us today. 
Before I share the tips that are going to help Shannon achieve her goals, I wanted to quickly just interrupt and let you know that my Shredded Body for Type 1s program is available at a discounted rate for the entire month of July, and it'll be discounted until August 1st. So if your goal right now is to lose weight and do it in a way that also keeps your blood sugar stable, then I definitely don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. You get lifetime access to the program which means once you sign up, it's yours forever. And anytime I update the program, you will receive those updates as well. And the entire program is based on my signature program, Fat Loss for Type 1. So inside the program, you learn how to set your macros and calories accurately for fat loss, how to accurately track your food intake and your body weight every single day. And there's a bunch of different at-home workout routines. And once the gym's open again and you feel comfortable going, there's also workout routines that are for the gym. And in addition to that, you also learn how to keep your blood sugar stable with exercise and how to continue your fat loss progress so you don't hit a plateau and you can keep losing fat for weeks and months and years to come. So if you want to check out the program, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. And I will also link to this in the show notes. But just don't forget, you have until August 1st to get the entire program for a discounted rate. All right, so Shannon, so you are 185 pounds and you want to be 150 pounds, which is all great, but I just want to make it clear, first and foremost, that obviously we set these numbers. I've done it in the past so many times before, and it's good to have a goal, but once you start achieving your goals, and you might already know this, but it's important to remember not to base your progress on the numbers that you see on the scale because so much happens <laughs> that oftentimes you will start seeing your clothes start fitting looser and you'll start actually seeing changes before the numbers on the chale on this on the scale, not chale. I don't even <laughs> know what's up. Um, but so often you'll start to see results before the numbers on the scale kind of translate. So it's important to remember that because that can be sometimes one thing that makes people lose motivation and give up because they're stepping on the scale and they're like, this isn't working. But it's important to remember that sometimes it can even take the body six to eight weeks to adjust to a fat loss phase. So as long as you are doing the right things that are going to help you achieve your goals, just try not to get caught up with those numbers and try to be as consistent as possible. And then you'll start to see your hard work pay off. That's just kind of how it is. I know it can be super discouraging, but even if you have that number, 150 pounds, that's your goal. That's fine. That's great. Don't lose sight of your goal at all, but just remember that so much happens. So even if your goal is 150 pounds, you might say say you're 160 pounds, you might look like you're 150 pounds, but that's just because you ha- you're so toned and the more muscle you have, like the leaner you're going to look. So it's just important to remember that body composition kind of plays a big role. It can be kind of a mind fuck sometimes, but just don't get too hung up on those numbers that you see on the scale because they do not tell the whole story. All right. So in terms of your exercise routine right now, um, I would first want to ask you like, 
what has your exercise been in the past? Were you going to the gym before? Like how how have things changed since quarantine started? And that's important because we're all going to be at a different place in terms of our training age. And if you're someone who previously has been going to the gym consistently and lifting heavier weights and now you're stuck at home, then that your routine might look a little bit different than someone who's brand new and is going from nothing. Like someone who's going from nothing could start doing more body weight exercises. Whereas like if you are more of an experienced lifter, then we'd want to look at and see like, okay, what do you have? What household items do you have that you can lift with? And then we would kind of make your routine out of that. So it's important to kind of just see where you're at because we're all going to be at a different level. But in terms of the exercises, I mean, you really want to be hitting each muscle group a couple times a week and you don't need to be doing all the things. And especially if your goal is fat loss, because when your goal is fat loss, you want to try to keep your volume as low as possible and volume meaning you don't want to do too much because a lot of exercise will add stress on the body. And when your goal is to lose fat, you're already adding stress on the body by eating in a calorie deficit to lose fat and it's it's better to keep your volume as low as possible because you want to make sure that your overall stress is very minimal because that's going to help you lose fat. But in terms of the exercises, literally for someone who maybe doesn't have a lot of previous experience, like you could literally get away with doing um, like a push-up and a pull-up and squats and maybe even doing some bridges. Like those those right there are pretty core exercises that will help you achieve your goals. And then adding in some cardio, right? Like can you go for walks or cycling? Because when you want to lose when your goal is to lose fat, you want to be burning more calories than you consume. And that doesn't mean like going for a long walk every single day, you really want to pace yourself. So a good rule of thumb is to really start as minimal as possible and then work your way up because that way you don't burn yourself out or get some sort of overuse injury. Like you guys, I fucked my hip up recently because I realized that my daily step count was like a couple thousand steps a day. And so I bumped it up First, it was 8,000, and then I worked up to like 10 or 11,000 a day and threw my hip out. And the ground here in Costa Rica is like not flat at all. So it's basically like going for a hike every day. And I just completely overdid it, which happens, um, especially if you are anything like me. Just I have a tendency to overdo it sometimes. So that's just something to keep in mind too. Like you want to keep the stress as low as possible while you're doing the core things that will help you achieve your goals. All right. So in terms of diet, Shannon, she is eating healthy right now and that's great. But I just want to reiterate that when your goal is fat loss, it's not about eating healthy. What really matters is the amount of calories that you're consuming every single day. So it's important just to kind of work on getting rid of the mindset that healthy is going to help you lose weight because you could 
is long, like you could eat a donut every single day and yeah, that might not be the most healthy thing, but it's not going to make you gain weight unless you're eating more calories than your body actually needs every single day. So it's important just to remember that and it took me a bit to kind of get out of that mindset, but just remember that eating it's not about eating healthy. Fat loss is about how many calories you are consuming for your body individually. And Shannon's past dieting history is she's always eaten pretty healthy. And then when she wants to lose weight, she tends to restrict foods or cut things out of her diet. So what I would really uh, propose right now in this situation, Shannon, is to get out of the mindset of that healthy is going to make you lose weight. I would I would figure out how many calories your body actually needs to lose weight to get to your goal weight. And then... If you count your macros, which is the amount of protein, fat, and carbs every single day, if you're mindful of that, like each macro adds up to the amount of calories that your body needs every single day. So this is just one way that will help you. But if you're open to this, this could be a really great thing to do because then you can you don't have to cut things out of your diet. You have more flexibility to eat the things that you love eating or to have that snack that maybe you would have otherwise cut out because you thought it was quote unquote bad and you can still enjoy all the things but you'll still know that you're eating the right amount of calories for your body. So that would be my suggestion for you. Obviously, we're all so different and not everyone wants to track their food but if you're open to doing that, that would be a really great place to start. So figure out how many calories your body needs per day to achieve your goals and then start by tracking your food so that you know that you're hitting those numbers and that way you can eat anything that you want. And in terms of your biggest concern, Shannon, weight gain, just remember that once you dial in your exercise and what you're eating, eating what your like your nutrition is going to be number one because it doesn't matter how many steps you're taking a day or how much you're working out or what your workout even looks like if your nutrition isn't dialed in and you're over consuming calories then you're not going to be losing weight so once you dial those things in then just remember that it's going to take time and consistent effort and sometimes it might even take six to eight weeks to start seeing that consistent effort pay off. And I really hope that this gives you the clarity that you need on where to start when it comes to achieving your goals. And when it comes to your blood sugars and going low with exercise and then eating food and feeling like it goes to a waste, I totally get that. 100% I've been there before. And when a couple things for this is obviously different kinds of exercise are going to affect your blood sugars differently. And because we're kind of in a strange time right now where we don't have access, not all of us have access to gym equipment or anything. So we're kind of just working with what we have, which means that our workouts probably aren't going to be as high intensity as maybe they normally would. And if you're walking a lot or cycling or doing low intensity exercise like that, then you probably will find that your blood sugars drop. But 
a good rule of thumb here is just once you know how exercise affects your body, so any sort of aerobic activity, if that's what you've been doing, it does tend to lower your blood sugars. So planning ahead and just really accounting for that, maybe having a small snack before your workout and just really maybe even you might even have to lower your basal, right? If you haven't been working out lately and then all of a sudden you're starting to work out, um, just really knowing that that is going to ultimately lower your blood sugar. So planning ahead can be helpful. But if you are counting your calories and you're mindful of your macros and you know that you are hitting a calorie deficit to lose fat every single day, you like you're tracking your food, then you can kind of plan your lows in advance. Like if you think that you're going to be going low, you can say, all right, I'm going to set aside 100 calories for these low snacks. And then at the end of the day, if you don't end up eating those calories, you just have a little bit of extra food to eat that night or the following day. So you can kind of balance your food intake like that so that you know that no matter if you have low blood sugar and you have to eat those extra calories, you're still going to be on the right track towards achieving your fat loss goal. All right, my friends, I hope this episode helped you today. I hope you got some really good insights from it. And if you were able to relate to what Shannon shared with us today, then I hope you were able to also take some great tips from this episode to apply to your own life to help you achieve your own fitness goals. And if you have questions or you want me to review your diet and offer suggestions on the show, just check out the show notes for all the info, or you can email me at info at tajakato.com. And Once again, don't forget to subscribe or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would help them as well. Take care and I will talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.